everybody to the loudest podcast, the loudest podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Asterios Kokodos. With us, as always, is Sarantia. Hello. All right, we got some uh, big, big things to talk about this week. We broke the $2,000 barrier on Patreon, which is gigantic for us. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit and what it means for our brand new Neon Genesis Evangelion Stretch Goal Show. We found out we're a top comedy podcast in uh, one of the funniest countries in the world. <laughs> I'm very excited about that. We're going to get to some Council of Autism pitches. But first, just to let you guys know, we're running into some technical problems this week. I am very, very excited about My Immortal. So just to make sure we don't screw any of that up, we're going to be going through My Immortal Part 2 next week. Because like, I want the best audio, the best video for it. All right, it's time for, unfortunately, a discussion we all have to have. Oh, yeah, what a great weekend it was. Absolutely nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. If you know what I'm talking about, and you know why I've changed the tone in my voice, stop it. Stop sending us links to it. Stop sending us alleged videos of it. We know. We know it happened. So does Newsweek. Yeah, no, I have to, listeners, we got to have some real talk here. Now, you know me. You know I love disgusting shit. And I really appreciate that so many of you watched that and was like, hey, Sriracha would like this. But please, for the love of God, stop sending it to me, okay? I counted last night, Asterios. Mm -hmm. I got 23 messages about the across various platforms about the audio. And then I got 18 messages about the video. So, guys, I need to just tell you, fucking stop, okay? Stop. Please stop. I, I'm sorry if I didn't respond to you. But I got to say, and I appreciate that you're thinking about me, but... I cannot discuss incest with 23 of you simultaneously. I'm sorry. I'm working within the confines of mortal flesh. I am just a man. Please, whatever you think you have that is novel, I've seen it. I promise you. I've seen the uh, video from every possible angle, 360 on the internet. I've seen the fan art. I've seen the porn people have made of this. Just stop, okay? Whatever you think you have, I already have it. Thank you for your service. Stop. I can't take it anymore of this oh yeah and you know what don't think we don't appreciate that you're thinking about us because we do that's not what this is about if it were video of almost anything else we would want it but like <laughs> God, and a lot of people are like oh are you guys gonna do like an emergency episode like an emergency like oh we can't wait to hear you're like hot what kind of a hot take are we supposed what do you think we think of what happens? My spicy opinion on this is it's bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, look, if the allegations are true, and I am praying that they're not, I'm praying that this has all been some kind of mistake, the biggest frame up in history, I'm hoping. I mean, I if we're getting trolled, we've been epically trolled, and so have the police. Clyde, you've done it again. If you're out there, but I don't think you're out there. I think this did happen. Yeah, this is, uh, this is, this is horror. This is horrible. This is horrible. 
I'm ne- I've never been one of these people who's like, oh, the worst timeline, the darkest timeline. I don't know why. Now I get it. Darkest, darkest, we're in the bad. Oh, and when people say we're in the bad place, I'm like, yeah, it seems like Zoomer shit. Today, we are all Zoomers. I saw this amazing meme on the Christian subreddit, which let, let me get onto that in a minute. Uh-huh. But it was a picture of Bob, and it said, Wow, Chris, you hit your head pretty hard. <laughs> Sada shoes, chaos emeralds. Oh God, that must have been a real nasty fall. I hope you're okay to go to the game place later tonight. <laughs> yes, I've seen that meme too. And it's weird because, like, I look at that meme, and there's a there's like a feeling I get that I don't get with any other meme, where I'm like, I want to go there. I want this meme to be true. Could I somehow climb inside this meme and just hide there? Yeah, I mean, I've seen that discourse, and uh, yeah, that's like normie discourse. And yes, well, I don't this know. is becoming a normie topic. Yes, I don't. I did not. Let me tell you, Stereos. I did not think that it was humanly possible to be on the internet and not know who Chris Chan was. But apparently, like, I don't know what about this has just set off the normies everywhere. But the subreddit is the Chris R slash Chris Chan Sonichu, basically fucking unreadable now. And I'm very <laughs> upset. Like, yes, I am gatekeeping because it's <laughs> a flood of fucking normie posts. Like, and a flood of posts with questions that like anybody like a perfunctory knowledge of Chris would already know the answer to like who's Jule did this need to be a post uh wow I can't believe I saw Chris's penis did this need to be a post what's Sonichu like seriously like why are there so many Sonichus is Silvana a boy or a girl just these fucking dumb questions and they're flooding the subreddit and, and to the point where it's basically unusable for me now because like I can't I can't go on fucking kiwi farms at work so I, I've been relying on Christian Sonichu for, to keep me up with the drums and it's been discussed it's just like post after post after post and the worst one that I saw is some asshole who was like whoa I can't wait to get a Netflix documentary on this like are you serious I hope I'm correct in assuming that like Netflix would not touch this with a fucking thousand foot pole but uh, we already have a great documentary on YouTube. It's free on YouTube. We don't need the fucking shit ass watered down. Oh, the the trolls Netflix version. Am I right? Am I wrong? Look, uh, you're wrong about everything you just said for reasons I don't need to explain. But I will say this. There's going to be a Netflix version. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you know what? And there's also going to be a competing Discovery Plus version. The people that made that Onision documentary, their dicks have never been harder than there are right now. What's his name? Chris Hansen? He is rubbing his hands together so hard right now that he has started a small camp. You know all those like fires out in California that we think are gender reveal fires? It's actually Chris Hansen going, Daddy's gonna eat tonight because he knows. He's going to be a talking head in a thing called Chris Chan colon in real life. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, if they do decide, I mean, when all, they do, and there yeah. are going to be multiples. Oh, I, I believe it. But um, what was I going to say? Yeah. So uh, have you read any of these like normie ass news sources talking about 
the incident. You know what? Google now knows I'm interested. Oh, yeah. The first one I saw that somebody posted on the Christian subreddit was The Sun, which I think is that's like a trashy magazine in the UK, isn't it? It's a Murdoch paper. Yeah. It's like their like ta- shitty tabloid rag. Yeah. So their shitty tabloid rag uh, published this article that was like, who is the title is who is Christian? And I would not be surprised if this was written by a fucking computer. because. <laughs> The person who wrote this, the person who wrote this did so little research that they thought that Chan was Chris's last name. So throughout the the article, you'll see things like, what is is Chris Chan's net worth? Like, uh, obviously, if you did even a Google search, you would see it's negative. (laughs) I mean, literally, a a screen cap of their current bank balance is not hard to find. (laughs) Uh, Chris Chan's. Net worth is currently unknown. However, Chan has stated that she, and I was like, oh, you think it's a surname? That's funny. That's interesting. Didn't that, wasn't the headline that was like comics creator Chris Chan? Oh, yeah. Online creator and comic book author, which I think is the most generous way anybody has ever <laughs> described Chris. I mean, that is, it's like, finally, the credibility they were looking for. Yeah, so the sun is writing about it. Newsweek is writing about it. A bunch of local news is writing about it. Now it's like CBS 4 in Vermont is talking about Yeah, it, this is weird, Sarancha. If my mom ever asked me who Chris Chan is, I'm just like getting off theater. I'm just going to go Ted Kaczynski, make a cabin in the woods. I can't take this anymore. Dude, I hope, I hope Netflix doesn't do their research and invites Chris on a Netflix documentary and gives him like a million dollars to spend on Legos and then only then finds out that Chris talks like fucking Yoda and it's impossible to get a coherent interview. I'm hoping that 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 doesn't happen because I'm hoping that this person is just jailed forever a question that we've had for like a long time is like why aren't the cops doing anything cwc hits someone with their car their mom hits someone with their car cwc <laughs> pepper sprayed a bunch of randos because of the color of a a, a, a a hedgehog's arms and it's like why aren't the cops doing anything and like the answer is because it's less work to do nothing listeners would you rather do your job or not do your job. You get paid the same either way. That's why CWC's gotten away with all this shit. You know, arresting this person and putting them away for a long time, you'd have to fill out more paperwork than just telling him to get out of here. Just go, just get out of here. But now we're in an interesting position where so many people are calling the cops and annoying the piss out of the cops that it's actually less work to arrest this person. I think that's the only reason why the cops went down to that uh, to that hotel. I don't think they were like, ha-ha, we've, we've got the loot, we've got the warrant, now to bust the perp. They were like, ah, if we arrest this person and we put out a statement on Facebook, maybe these idiots will stop bothering us at work. I mean, that was the uh, my, pit, my, my theory on what if Netflix does decide to fucking poke this bear is that they're going to be like, look at this epic failure of the social service system. But yeah, no, um, I can't believe, like the cops are probably sitting around me like, all right, the hundredth person has called it and just screamed, July. So I guess we got to go do something now because they're tying up the 911 lines. <laughs> but um, I saw that. Did you see that press release that the Rutgersville police put out? It was like uh, about Chris in custody. And they put some 
poor, unfortunate officer's phone number on there. Like, if you have any more information, call this. Like, uh, it must be a fucking terrible time to be that guy. Well, and they didn't put the officer's phone number. They also put the officer's name. And the guy's name is Officer Tule. Tule. Like, literally. (laughs) So all the cops were like, who do we hate the most on the force? Hey, you know that guy that's always posting Black Lives Matter memes, Officer Tule? Let's make all of this his problem. They put his name like in a big font at the bottom of this thing. They put his goddamn photo. They might as well be like, here's his address too. Go annoy this guy and leave the rest of us the fuck alone. I imagine that that's like a form of hazing yep. at the Greenville County Port. It's like, oh, Chris incident. Oh, oh, awesome. Yeah, go send Jake. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think CWC is going to plead guilty or do you think CWC is going to fight this thing? Um, I think they're going to try to fight it with the, uh, I was, uh, I'm incapable of standing trial defense. That's what I think is, I don't think it's going to work, but I think they're going to try it because like, dude, have you ever listened to Chris talk? It's, it's not the same way that you and I talk. Like the sentences are totally disconnected from one another. I think if you put Chris on a stand, it would not be a good time for either side. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting because in the arrest video, you see CWC pulling that like nice guy act that has clearly gotten them out of every other legal problem they've ever had. You know what I mean? Where they're just like trying to charm the cops and trying to just like act like an innocent and it's just like this person is a fucking monster a fucking nightmare human oh my god but yeah. the is starting thankfully so oh, that'll that'll clear I all this up talk about the uh, enough with this merge thing <laughs> i like i i know the merge has started i honestly we have not gotten far enough in christery a word that will never sound the same coming out of my mouth again Oh like, yeah, dude, we're like a decade away from the merge. We got lots to talk about <laughs> before uh, that. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Great. Enough about all that. This person is a monster. Yeah, big shout out for the Recordville Police Department for doing their job. Really great. Thanks, guys. You finally did it. You finally did your job when it was more convenient for you to do it than not. Yeah, big shout out to also the internet for holding our public servants accountable. Um, every July that you called in to the Rikersville Police Department potentially helped a frail old woman. So you guys, just props to you. You should be proud of yourself. Go buy yourself an orange Fanta. Treat yourself today. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> well, hey, uh, I think that might be enough. Uh, we have sunnier news. and <laughs> We'll get to it. Right after this, we'll be right back with more of The Loudest Podcast. (laughs) Welcome back to The Loudest Podcast. All right, some sunnier news now. We found out that we are the 143rd most popular comedy podcast on iTunes in Kazakhstan. (laughs) My wife. Always funny. Now, I've never seen Borat or Borat 2, but I know that Sriracha likes talking like Borat, so I figured this would be a good opportunity to just let you get it all out of your system. I thank you for a make give me podcast listen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't do a very good Borat impression, but you should watch Borat. It's funny. I, look, 
I'll get around to watching Borat eventually. But uh, but speaking of good news, um, we have broken two thousand dollars on our Patreon. I think this morning was like up to two fifty. At one point, it was up to two seventy five. So wow. yeah, I'm, this is gigantic for us. This is humongous. Thank you all so much for supporting. Thanks especially to the people in the Discord who were rallied by Discord mod Harvestor mm-hmm. to get us above two thousand. And the reason. The Discord was so excited to get us above 2,000 was we said, if we ever broke 2,000, I would finally watch every episode of Evangelion and the movies and I uh, there's a sequel series or something. I don't know much about it. Like, uh, Evangelion Superfan Harvester has created like a definitive list of the media we're going to watch and what media and what order those episodes are in. And now... We're going to watch all of Evangelion, and we're going to review it one episode at a time. Yeah, bonus content. Yeah, and by now, I don't mean right now. I mean, yeah. we're announcing it right now. But, like, um, yes, coming very soon will be a new show. Uh, I reached out to Waterboy to make a new theme song for it. I said, based on the Evangelion theme song, I don't know what it is. I'm sure you do. Oh yeah, high quality content. Sorry, go ahead. No, I I was so delighted by what you were doing. Can you please sing the Evangelion theme song? I don't know the words, but I could do uh the tune to it. Please. <laughs> okay. Even through your shitty version, I could tell that that's a cool theme song. No, it's good. You're going to like that and absolutely nothing else. The only I only know three things about Evangelion. One, oh. I know that uh, there's a, a picture of a cum on a kid's hand uh, because apparently there's a scene where a kid jerks off in front of his comatose uh, love interest. And I have specifically asked the Discord... Please never post that picture in the Discord. I don't need to see animated come on a hand. Well, you won't see it till the movie, so you've got some you've got some time to adjust to come on hands. Great. Please don't put it in the please don't put it in the Discord. Second thing is the other song I know is Tumbling down, tumbling down, tumbling down. Cause I've seen something on YouTube to that song. That song's great, by the way where just a bunch of what I assume are main characters are exploding. It seems sad that they're all exploding. And I know what the audience is thinking. Are we going to skip the two infamous episodes? No. No. What? We die like men. <laughs> okay. All right. Look, whatever. I, a promise is a promise. We said if we broke 2,000, I'd finally watch this show. And uh, the third thing I know is that there's this amazing Frasier meme. <laughs> of Niles in a hospital bed and Frazier's dad goes pilot the Eva Frazier or else <laughs> Niles will have to do it again <laughs> and so I'm hoping the series is a lot like that it's just Frazier and Niles piloting robots I can't wait for you to see what side that you take on this because uh, at, at some point even like the bad guys are like Shinji get in the fucking Ava this is getting ridiculous <laughs> All right, I've heard. Yeah, apparently Shinji's wearing an XTC shirt from the British, like, uh, pop punk band from the 80s. So it's like, 
Well, look, this, apparently this guy's got good taste in music. I mean, I don't remember that, but I don't doubt that it exists. So I'm excited to learn more about 80s pop punk bands that uh, this kid that won't get in the fucking robot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, so coming soon uh, will be that show. Uh, our next stretch goal, though, is because we don't want to let up on the pressure here. Um, as we all know. If we reach $2,500, I have promised to give Sriracha total control of the show. Woo! I don't think that's going to happen, though, because, again, like I said last time, I don't think listeners have the guts to do that. No, I'm just saying, hey, kids, like I saw a bunch of people posting, uh, wow, I love Sriracha's birthday. Every day Sriracha's birthday. Everybody should, every day should be Sriracha's birthday. Well, guess what? It can be. All you have to do is open your wallet. I, again, I don't think people have the guts guts but if we get to two thousand two hundred and fifty dollars we will watch recap and review all four shrek movies and the shrek halloween special scared shrekless which i've been told is canonical we will be releasing a supersized episode called the shrek episode <laughs> it's gonna be like four hours long uh, yes it will be incredibly long because i want to recap these movies like scene by scene beat by beat i've only seen the first shrek movie i took sriracha to it a couple of months ago because it was um they were doing like a 20th anniversary release of shrek and i know all you kids love shrek like i know you all i unironically love shrek and think shrek is like a really good movie so so i was like you know these kids like it i i went out and i saw it and i was like god damn this is a good movie I really fucking love this Shrek movie. Like, I thought Shrek was like a character with like multi, like a multi-dimensional character. I thought Fiona was super cool. I thought Donkey was fine. Like Donkey got annoying, but there was a lot less Donkey than I thought there was gonna be. I love that gingerbread man. Like, I like Farquaad. I was super into Shrek. Wow, that's very surprising to me because I was, because uh, I've seen Shrek multiple times. I was hyping it up uh, to him, and then I'm sitting in the theater. I'm like, oh, this is cringe. <laughs> I didn't think, what did you think was cringe about Shrek? I thought it was great. I just thought a lot of the jokes didn't land. But I mean, I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, is this, uh, am I remembering this wrong? But I'm glad that you liked it. In a movie with like a thousand jokes in it, like some of them are going to work, some of them are. It's just like, it's like a podcast. Like, they can't all be winners. I just really liked the story. I was like, I can kind of relate to this like big goofy guy who just wants to be left the fuck alone by <laughs> everybody. You know, like he doesn't want friends. He's fine. And they also, I like that they're not like, he doesn't want friends, but he secretly does. It's like, no, Shrek does not want friends. He actually does just want to be left alone. Eventually he realizes that having friends is fine. It's it's okay. It's mildly tolerable. Right, yes, exactly. But like if no one had bothered Shrek, you kind of get the sense that he would have had a great time just fucking with humans in the forest for the rest of his life. Kill the donkey. The movie's 45 minutes shorter. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I really, I was not a super fan of donkey. But I loved the donkey dragon subplot. I was like, I was not expecting to be shipping these two characters, and now I kind of want these characters to be happy. 
Yeah, I think they fuck at some point. Like they have children, and I just I want to know how that works. I think I have never seen Shrek three or Shrek. Is there a Shrek after that? I yeah, think there there's is. Shrek goes forth. I've only seen the first Shrek. I haven't seen Scared Shrekless. By the way, if there's some sort of like Shrek Christmas special, put that on the list. Someone give me the canonical Shrek. If these video games have canon and lore in them, if there's a graphic novel. I want the whole Shrek. I want all the Shrek. You should be careful about what you wish for. Now, I've heard that the second and or the third and the fourth ones are notoriously bad, but I've oh. never seen them. So I'm very excited to explore this. Well, I mean, I, I've heard the same thing. Like, like a lot of people on Twitter are like, just don't bother with them. People really like the second Shrek, but beyond that, I think it's just like a desperate cash grab. They have kids, which usually is like where the where things jump the shark, in my opinion. Like that's where the office jumped the shark is when Pam shit out her first kid. But we'll <laughs> see. I digress. All right. Well, yeah. So, okay. So anyway, so if we get to 2250, we will put out a Shrek episode. And again, I want everything, every bit of canon, every bit of lore. If there's like a Shrek, the animated series, if there's some sort of like <sighs> Shrek podcast, I will, I will listen to all. I want the total Shrek. Shrek me! Shrek me! Yeah, if you want to torture me, I guess uh, donate to the Patreon. <laughs> but speaking of torture, let's talk a little more about anime. Sriracha, you, you said you were watching some anime last night? Yeah, that's why I'm so tired this morning. It's because I, for the first time in a very long time, I binge-watched a series, and I am so disappointed. I don't think I even like anime anymore. I was so disappointed. So um, do you know anything about an anime called Wonder Egg Priority? <laughs> Fuck no. Is it about those wonder eggs that you could buy at the 7-Eleven with the little toy inside? Close. No. Okay, so I'm going to warn you right now. First of all, audience, like, major spoilers because there's no way for me to get all my thoughts out without talking about it. And also, Asterios, I'm going to warn you, just like with My Immortal, you're going to need to, like, stay with me. It's not going to make much sense at first, but if you stay with me, I think we'll get a coherent narrative about this. Yeah, okay. who would have thought that a show named Wonder Egg Priority might be confusing? All anime is confusing, Just, but I'm listening. Okay, our main character's name is I, and I is a fucking weirdo at school. She has no friends because she has hetero what what's it called when your eyes are two different colors? Yeah, that thing that, that pretty much like only main protagonists have, and then sometimes real people too. Yeah, she's got the main protagonist eyes, and everybody at school bullies her, except for this one girl who reaches out and is like, I'm going to be your friend. And so they become, like, best friends, and finally I has the one thing that she ever wanted, which was best friend, out of absolutely fucking nowhere. Best friend goes to the roof and kills herself. Like, jumps off, doesn't explain shit. <laughs> jumps off and kills herself. And so I is like, I is like, becomes withdraw. She's like, no, fuck this. This is awful. Wait, her she name is I... But she's got different eyes. Is it going to turn out to be that one of her eyes can see like death or something? Does she, is, is there, does she have like a magic eye? No, thank God. Okay. But I did watch an anime where they had that. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, it's called Another. And uh, there's this one bitch with an eye patch. And uh, in, at the final episode, you find out she's like, my my shitty eye can sense death. It's like, wow, this was a tally that could have been useful before the last 16 people died. <laughs> Uh, but I digress. So the girl's name is Kaito. I believe it was Kaito. Okay. Kaito jumps off the roof, kills herself, and like with no explanation. And I was like, what the fuck? What happened? I need to, I wish I, like, why didn't she talk to me about this? 
So she becomes withdrawn. She won't leave her room. Her teachers, like she's not even going to school. Her teachers come home and bring like stacks of her homework. And it's like, all right, well, if you ever want to come back, here you go. You're kind of falling behind here. And mom's like, I want you to go to school. She's like, fuck no, I'm staying under my blankets all day. So one day I was walking home. She's like taking a walk around the neighborhood uh, at midnight as one does. And she finds this dead bug. And so she buries it and like gives it a proper funeral. And that dead bug flies out of the ground and becomes gigantic. And she's like, oh, I'm dreaming. Okay, cool. So the dead bug is like, uh, come on, we're going to get you a wonder egg. And she's like, what's that? And they don't explain at all. Mm. So she goes to this dream world. When she falls asleep, she can go to a dream world. And in the dream world, she has these things called wonder eggs that you get from like a gacha machine. And the bug spirit says, the wonder egg has inside it what you have always dreamed about, which is a friend. So she's like, oh, okay. And they're like, okay, go ahead and crack the egg. And in her uh, dream world, it's a school because her friend killed herself at the school. So she cracks the egg and another, it grows, it gets big and a human being pops out. And she's like, what the fuck? And the human being's like, oh my fucking God, are you serious? Why did you crack it here? She's like, what? And she says, no, we need to go. We need to start running. So they start running. And then this, uh, creature starts attacking them and it turns out that when you crack a wonder egg what comes out is a girl that has committed suicide in the past and what they need to do is they need to fight these monsters that are manifestations of either their obsession or their trauma that had led them to commit suicide so when the protagonist there are four protagonists when the protagonists kill the monster of the week then the girl is saved, which I assumed meant like they get to go on to the other side, like this is a purgatory type of deal. But apparently, th like that's not true because some of them come back multiple times. Like the first girl knows exactly what's going on. Like this has happened to her multiple times. So maybe you need to be cracked a couple times. So the uh, God, not God, but like the egg, the masters of the world mm -hmm. say, if you take care of enough of these wonder eggs, then we will bring Kaito back to life for you. Like her friend. Okay. So she, like, it's kind of like a monster of the week type of deal. Like every time she has to fight a new, like crack a new wonder egg and help these girls to be saved, whatever the fuck that means. There's three other ones and all of them have someone that committed suicide that they're trying to save. And I'm like getting into this, right? I'm like, oh, this is good. This is great. Uh, she's like, developing friends and she's like getting technically she is getting what she wanted like she meets up with these other girls in the dream world and they're like hanging out with each other outside a thing and her mom's like holy shit you finally have a friend and then eventually she does start going to school again but then episode eight arrives mm -hmm. and from here on out this show goes so fucking off the goddamn rails that i had so much trouble like you thought what i just explained to you was confusing no after episode eight, it gets real fucking confusing. So are you with me so far? You know, I have to say, yeah. Like, this is the most Japanese thing I've ever heard in my goddamn life. It's got a gotcha machine and suicide in it. But uh, so far, like, I like the idea. It's like a wish fulfillment show. It's like, what if you could help someone who killed themselves? Like get past the demons that troubled them in life. Like, um, you know, what if you could have your dead friend back? Like, I, I get it. I, I think it's actually really interesting. 
Yeah, like, um, for example, one of them, I guess she killed herself because her gymnastics coach was abusing her or something. Oh, God. Yeah, so the monster is like this gigantic, disgusting amalgamation that kind of looks like a person. It's like, this is tough love. And then she slaps her across the face. Uh, the rules of the dream world are not totally explained. Mm-hmm. Like, it is explained that your physical abilities are enhanced in the dream world. You Mm. can use anything as a weapon. Like, each of them have their weapon of choice. Uh, Our main characters is a ballpoint pen that kind of turns into a sword. Uh, One of the characters who's explicitly shown to cut herself has a razor blade that turns into, like, a giant thing that she uh, fights with. It is also explained that the main characters, but not the girls that come out of the Wonder Eggs are immortal okay. in the dream world. Okay. Like they can they can sustain damage, but it fixes itself after a couple minutes and it seems to actually hurt. Like at one point one of the characters gets their ribs cracked and she falls over. She's like, oh my God, my fucking ribs, my ribs. And then the uh God guys, there's two guys that are always sitting playing chess when they get to the Nexus kind of mm-hmm. and they get their wonder eggs from the gotcha machine. And he's like, well, that's not really our problem, Rika. And she's like, holy shit. Oh, my God, my ribs. And her main character's like, oh, fuck, are you okay? We need to call a hospital. And then five minutes later, she just stands up and brushes herself off like nothing happened. However, they explain on episode one that you are immortal in this dream world unless something happens to your eyes or your heart. And I'm assuming, and I'm sitting here watching, I'm like, oh, okay, that's going to be relevant at some point. Like, somebody's going to get their eyes poked out, and then they're going to die in the dream world and die in real life. Never happens. Never addressed again. <laughs> okay, I mean, it's like, yeah, you know, you'd think that, uh, you think that the way they'd be going is that, like, in the finale, someone gets stabbed in the heart, and then the game masters who, the, like, the gods who see us as nothing but playthings, which is another very anime thing. Like, indifferent gods who see us as nothing but chess pieces. They're like, there's nothing we can do. But the power of love allows her to repair her heart. And she manages to be the one to break the rules and, like, you know, through grit, determination, power through. Like, yeah, you'd think there'd be some kind of sequence like that. But I, I, may, I don't know, maybe in season two they would do, I mean- do that. There has to be a season two. Okay, so I'm explaining this poorly. So the I, person- I honestly think you're explaining this great. Like, this sounds good to me. Okay, so when they fall asleep and get to the dream world, yeah. the first place they end up is something like a nexus. Yeah. It's like a garden, and there's two dummies, which I have been referring to as gods, but they're mm-hmm. like sentient crash test dummies. Okay. And th- their names are Akka. And Ara'aka. And they are, this becomes very relevant. Mm-hmm. So episode eight is a fucking recap episode, which is pisses me off. That's an f- insult. In a 12 episode series, you're going to devote an entire episode to recapping everything we've seen. Fuck you. And I guess that the reason they were doing that is because episode nine, this becomes a totally goddamn different show. What? So Aka and Ara'aka, it turns out they were human beings. Mm-hmm. They were human beings and they were like super scientists. And the reason why they're dummies now is because they eventually decided to just abandon their bodies and put their become a brain in a jar or something yeah. and live in this nexus. So they're scientists and they're under like watch all the time by the government. So they decide they're like stressed out and they to blow off some steam, they decide, hey, just for shits and gigs, you guys want to make a girl. And they're like, and the guy's like, what? And apparently they have the power to grow a human being. In their house. This is not in the dream world, by the way. This is IRL. 
So they grow this disgusting, like, abomination thing, and they successfully create a 14-year-old girl, and they're like, this is our daughter. And it wakes up, and they're like, what's your name? And she says, frill, because that's the first thing she sees is like a frill on a thing. So they raise her like their own daughter. They're a happy little family. And then one day, Akka meets this girl, and they get married, and she gets pregnant. And Frill cannot fucking handle this. <laughs> she cannot handle that there is another woman in Akka's life. So one day, when the wife is taking a bath, Frill walks in, and she's standing there, and she's like, hey, is the baby in your stomach a girl or a boy? Oh, no. Okay, hold on. If you're he- Are you heading where I think you're heading? No, I'm not. Okay. I don't even need to ask what, but no, I'm not. Keep, all right, keep going. So she says, I think it's going to be a girl. Will you be a big, good, big sister, Frill? And she stands there and she says, no. And then she turns on a hairdryer, tosses it oh, in the Oh, yeah, bathroom. this is where I thought you were heading. Oh. Why did you think? I think, yeah. That, uh, uh, okay. I just uh. Look, we get it. Frill kills the mom and the unborn baby. Just move on. No, the baby survives. Okay. So they rush her to the hospital. Baby survives. And, um... They name the baby Himari, and Akka is like, you are a fucking monster. So he drags her down to the basement and locks her in a box, and he's like, okay, yeah, no, you've lost your life privileges. <laughs> You're living in this box now. So they lock her in this chest, forget about her, and start uh, raising Himari, and everything goes good for about 14 years. Then, out of absolutely nowhere, Himari kills herself. And Ara Akka is like, I don't know why, but I know that Frill had something to do with this because she was super fine and happy the literal day before. And now then she decided to kill herself. What the fuck? So he goes downstairs and he opens up the Frill box and Frill has not like aged a day, but yeah. she has all these wires connected to her. They've explained that she is a genius because she was made using the DNA of two genius people. Uh-huh. And he's like, you want to explain yourself? You want to tell us? how you convinced Tamari to kill herself. And she's like, given all these non-answers, she's like, oh, how do you know it was me? Are you sure? Do you want to know how she died? And then he's like, he slams the box closed. So then it is, it is explained that there is something called the temptation of death, which is implied to be some kind of force beyond human understanding. At the end of the series, all of the girls get their uh, people that they wanted to save reincarnated. But the people that they save have no memory of them. Okay. And that's like, I haven't watched the movie, but that's where it ends. And they're like, oh, yeah, we need to stop Frill. And then that's it. And that's where it ends. They're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, this is, uh, it was good and then bad. No, uh, I had a, I was having a great time up until episode eight. Yeah, actually, that's what I'm saying. It was good and then bad. It's like, look, if the uh, you keep if you keep these dummies as just like lonely, detached gods who are kind of just doing this for fun and just like kind of enjoy watching humans struggle to get their friend back, and like, and sometimes they do, like uh, just like you know, sometimes a pawn becomes a queen. That's fine. The moment you said the words. The government. I became <laughs> the most libertarian anime watcher there is. Get the government out of my anime. I hate when it's, a, oh, this is a secret government program. Oh, secret government site. There is no benefit to the government having two super scientists create a lady 
lock the lady in the box, put their souls in the dummies, have the dummies play chess. Why not use your government powers to, I don't, I don't stop terrorists, improve the economy, win the fucking Olympics? Everyone seems to have a real hard on for getting the most gold medals for stressing out their teenagers the most so their teenagers can bring home these gold medals that we'll all forget about in a week. Like, government, what are you doing? Yeah, and it's implied that, like, the reason that so many people are killing themselves is because Frill has, like, Frill is the big bad that they're going to fight maybe in a second season, maybe never, if we don't get it. I'm not reading the manga if there is one. But uh, it was very confusing, and I I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't recommend it. Yeah, see, I, I got to say, that's the, the, one of the big things that I don't like is that having a big bad really waters it down. Um, because the big bad should just be suicide. Like your friend killing yourself, your friend killing themselves. That's the worst thing that could happen to somebody like that. Their friend kills himself. Having it be a demon doll's fault. It turns like a real problem into like an unreal, like manufactured TV conflict. And there's this there's this weird bait and switch plot go, subplot going uh-huh. on, which uh, I so the I the main character starts out as a hickey, and her teacher comes to her house every day to bring her schoolwork over, and she's talking about it, and her mom is like, "Hey, I want to start dating your teacher. I think his name's Mister Sawaka. I don't know. I don't remember his name, mm-hmm. but she's like, I want to start dating your teacher. And I flips out. She's like, If you do that, I'm gonna put you in a fucking home." <laughs> Killed. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not part of this family anymore. So she goes and she hangs out with her friends. And the friends are like, why are you so upset? And she's like, I really hate my mom right now because uh, my mom's dating my fucking teacher. <laughs> and then they're like, they put this idea in her head. They're like, well, you know, maybe he's a per, maybe he's like a pedophile and he's dating her because he secretly wants to get at you. And she's like, no, that doesn't make any sense. And she's like, I don't know. I, he's been coming over your house every fucking day. <laughs> So then she gets it in her head that he like wants to molest her or something. Ugh. And then it there's a big implication that she's going to like confess her love to him because it's raining outside. And she's like, I have to go. I have to do something. So she runs, runs to the school and the teacher's standing there. And he's like, what's up? I, and she's like, I have to confess something to you. And he's like, what? And she looks up. She's like, I'm going to start going to school again. <laughs> I just, Totally abandoned. And then the mom and the teacher start dating. That's it. <laughs> uh, again, it's like, look, I like the idea that the secondary characters have lives of their own. You know, like I like uh, I really there was this little there was a very similar subplot in um, Freaks and Geeks where the nerd main character's mom started dating the gym teacher that the, that like tortured the nerd and that the nerd hated. And I kind of like the idea that it's like, yeah, look, this world is bigger than just these kids. Like, the, like clocks tick, other cogs move. But um, but I don't think you need to make that into a an episode. And I also think that, like, I don't know, the reason the main character goes back to school should just be that, well, they're they're kind of empowered by helping these wonder egg girls. And they've realized that like, I can do more leaving my bedroom than I can staying inside. 
Yeah, no, I will say the show has some bitchin' character development. Like, even beyond the main character, yeah. my my personal favorite arc is this girl named Rika. And so Rika uh, used to be, a, like, an idol singer. Mm-hmm. A very small-time idol singer. And she had this one fan named Chamari who would spend, like, hundreds of dollars going to her meet and greets. And she's like, uh, okay, I guess I just have a rich patron. Like, what kind of teenage girl has this kind of money? So then she's walking around. She sees Chamari uh, shoplifting one day. And it turns out that she was shoplifting and then selling the things that she was stealing oh. just so she could go to these meet and greets. Yeah. And so Rika's like, okay, I got to put an end to this. So uh, on the next time when Chamari comes, she's like, hey, don't come back here again, you fat, fat, fatty. <laughs> You're a fat, fatty. Keep eating fatty. <laughs> And uh, so it solves the problem because Shamari never comes back again. But the reason why she never comes back again. We know why she doesn't come back. Yeah, she develops an eating disorder and then dies. And so Rika's like, all right, I'm responsible for this. I'm going to have to bring her back. And then after a while, you found out like they're sitting there and they're talking to each other. She's like, you know what? I don't care. I didn't choose to like, why should I risk my life for someone who chose to uh, kill themselves? And there's a big like conflict. You know, there's an easier way to get rid of your shoplifting fan than uh, Harry and the Hendersoning this girl being like, get out of here. I hate you. I never loved you. Don't come back. How about you just go, hey, I saw you shoplifting. Please don't do that anymore. I'll hang out with you like once or twice a year and you don't have to rob people. How about that? Yeah. Instead of bullying this lady into killing herself. Yeah, no, then she said, she's like, I, I would never be a friend with a fat, fat, fatty like you, you fatty. Yeah, I can tell how much you like that scene. <laughs> Keep being fatty. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, so you started the episode by saying um, the heterochromia, which to me is just like, the it's like the laziest fucking trope. So I looked up, List of characters with heterochromia. And this list off of fandom.com is like a hundred characters long. I'm going to send it to you right now. Maybe we can go through it and find some of the best and worst characters with heterochromia. Oh, okay. I hope I know one of them. Well, starting off the list, uh, I mean, I've never played these uh, Dragon Rampa games, but <laughs> apparently three different, there's three different video games that have a heterochromia character in them. Do, are you seeing this? Hajime Hinata? Uh, okay. So Hajime slash, this is actually only two characters. Okay. So Hajime and Izuru, or Hajime and Kamakura. Kamakura was like this gu- this project created. Like he's not a real human being or something. He was created to be like the ultimate ultimate. But he's actually Hajime. So when they their personalities fuse back together, I think his right eye becomes green and the other one becomes red because Kamakura had red eyes. Oh yeah, I'm seeing this. Hajime originally had green eyes before he became Azura, where his eyes became red after his personalities merged. Blah blah blah. Okay, excellent. Uh, you know, speaking of anime, apparently Spike Spiegel has heterochromia, which I didn't know because what? yeah, well, because uh, one of his eyes is artificial, which I didn't know. So one of his eyes is lighter than the other. Oh wow, I did not know that. Interest, interesting. <laughs> Um, another character I did not expect to have heterochromia is Ray Stance, one of the Ghostbusters from the Ghostbusters. His right eye is green while his left eye is brown because apparently actor Dan Aykroyd legitimately has heterochromia, which I had no idea about. Oh, wow. I didn't know real people could have this. <laughs> yeah, because uh, what's his name? David Bowie in Labyrinth had heterochromia because I believe 
David Bowie has heterochromia as well. See, this is such a trope. I, I assumed it was a thing that anime made up. I'm not even kidding. Oh, wow. Okay. I think the other one on this list that I know is the Rosen Maiden characters. They have hetero... I think a lot of characters of that show have heterochromia because they're like dolls or something. I don't remember it. Hatake Kakashi from Naruto has heterochromia. A character from Mobile Suit Gundam. A character from the ancient Megas Bride, Tokyo Ghoul. The, the protagonist has heterochromia. All right, so if there's any wannabe anime writers out there, knock this off. Find a different way to make your character interesting by then by having, oh, they have two different color eyes, which means they, they, it's like they have two souls within. It's like, it's like they're a bridge between two worlds, a one eye of light, the other of dark. Enough! Find another way to make your protagonist interesting. Just give them big, big, big big boobs yeah that's the best way like develop their personality and make sure the boobs go like up and down when they fight <laughs> yeah exactly and then when they run to school because they're late and they have toast in their mouth have the toast fall between the fall between the boobs yeah do it just just do it just do it bro yeah have their boobs be like a toaster that like the toast falls, falls between. all right no, 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 enough of this i gotta go i gotta go do things but that that's it for this week's episode of the Loudest Podcast, uh, thank you to all of our new and upgrading patrons. Thanks for getting us over this big $2,000 uh, finish line. Next week, uh, Sriracha will be back here in the city. And so we will, just the entire episode will be part two of My Immortal. I am so excited to keep going with the story. I can't wait. All right, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Bye! Bye!